Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Just trying to feel the vibes a little bit, man. Just letting it, just letting it ride. I am the Bulldog. Thanks for hanging out. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll stop. Uh, 803-0550 is the number. If you want to, uh, j- I'm sitting here ready to start snapping my fingers. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow, what a loser. Uh, 803-0550 is the number. You want to get in, talk some football. Man, we'd love to have you here on the show. Mike has been off for a few days here. Me and Zach Jones hanging out. And Zach just reminded me. Um not that I should have needed a reminder, but you know I can get I can get uh, to be a little bit of a runaway train. Uh, something I definitely meant to bring up with him today um, is we're we're tomorrow we're a, a year removed from that insane Christmas blizzard, and you were a part of the crew. Tell me the story. I don't know that I've ever asked you. Like, how long were you here for? So I got here that Friday at about 9.30 in the morning, which okay. is weird because usually I get here around one thirty two ish But you wanted to beat the weather in, I'll bet, right? I had to beat the weather because it turned out if I had waited like another like hour. Would have never gotten here. Yeah, I live right by the airport, which got hit pretty bad. So like there was not a chance I was getting in. So I was here from about 9.30 on Friday morning, and I got home that Sunday at 5.30 in the afternoon. So I was here the entire weekend. Uh, got home eventually on Christmas, so I got to have Christmas dinner with my family. We had prime rib; it was wonderful, and I yeah. needed that meal because, like, I mean, you can only eat like chips and like bagels so much before you're like, <laughs> I'm gonna go insane. Yeah. And as a foodie, I, I I got about 48 hours before like everyone looks like a meal right now. You guys got to get away from me. Yeah, what? Um, you know, I, I don't mean to like be smiling and laughing about it. A, a lot of people went through a lot, and and there were there was a lot of devastation and a, and a lot of a lot of death. Uh, that happened with that storm, but there is a certain camaraderie that comes with being here for something like that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. About fifteen minutes in, it kind of was like, all right, guys, like we're hunkering down now. Like, let's see what happens. I mean, it, 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 it was something though. Like, I was not on the news side of things. I was here to, you know, I, I ran uh, the show as normal. You were off. Mike was solo, so yep. I, we ran the show as normal. And then, I, I, mainly, I was here to run the Bills game the next day. They were also playing on Saturday against Chicago Bears, which everyone in Chicago was in just 
the coldest place on earth for that day. I remember Sal talking about like his face was just frozen. And I've talked to like some of the guys that also run it, like our own Todd Brody, who was just like, yeah, it was cold, like in the worst way it was freezing. So they're dealing with that. We're dealing with this. That was the main reason why I'd come in because we already had the guys in the morning, but I run the Bills games. So I was like, all right, well, Zach needs to get in here. Uh, figure that out but then just with the news guys like just kind of going back and forth between ben once we were done of just like do you guys need anything do you guys got to take like 15 you gotta, gotta you know go take a walk anything because it i mean it was constant information coming in like that was for me the first time really seeing i don't want to say breaking news but like we, we, people my age like to joke like i'm tired of living through like historical events yeah that to me felt like the first time i was living through something that yeah, like, was a, i will tell people years down the line definitely a, a local historical event i mean I, I i'm i'm trying to remember i mean i'm old enough to have been through like you know the blizzard of 77 mm-hmm. but I'm a, I'm a little kid like i, I don't i don't remember you know, well not a little kid i'm 12 um I, and i mean i remember all the snow i remember being able to like touch the gutters on the roof of our house from the yep. snow banks yep. in front of, all that stuff you've seen the pictures um, but like, I don't remember it being, I, I, I'm sure it was now because of, you know, what I've read about the storm, but this thing last year, I, you're right. I was off. I, I don't remember ever before in my life being in the house and just looking out the window going, I can't go out there. There's no, yeah, and that was the exact there, kind of feel about it. Yeah. There is no, there's no reason to go out there. It actually legitimately looks unsafe to walk out your door yep it, and, and that was that was the feel of it too like i mean my you know my parents are sending pictures from our house and stuff yeah. like that of like all the snow rising and my dad and my brother had to like keep going outside to shovel i can't remember where they had to shovel specifically but they had to keep clearing it and then for us that friday night our, our bosses were grateful enough to get us a hotel room we have a hotel you know not a far walk away from here and we decided to like test it out around like seven at night like let's see if we can do this we we're out there for about five minutes, and we're like, it's a no-go on that one. It yeah. was awful. I mean, it, yeah. you couldn't go anywhere. I drive a little Ford Focus. That disappeared, just was gone, and it's red, and it was just gone. <laughs> and it, yeah. it was it was a very – I mean, in, in the initial moments of it, it was just kind of like, this is wild. Like, everyone kind of warns you that, like, when you work in these businesses or, like, you're, like, an essential employee and stuff like that, it'll be like, yeah, you might have to stay overnight. And you're like, yeah, okay. like right. You're just telling me that because it might happen, but I doubt it'll happen. And then it happens. You're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, that walk. Yeah. I mean, I, I, when you started that, I thought like, there's no way you guys made it to the, the I mean, yeah, sure. It's what a half a mile maybe to the, where, where, where yeah. you're talking. Yeah. There's not no, a, you no. walking over that, the bridge on Maple. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. That, that's the thing. I don't want to make it sound like we were like sitting here going like, we're going to make it. It was like, let's see how far we yeah. can get before we decide let's turn back. We couldn't get the back door, uh, open mm-hmm. to let the dog out um you know it was just you know like a lot of people it was just snow so at some point i think boy i don't know maybe maybe friday afternoon it might have been saturday no it had to be friday afternoon because the the dog was you know needed to go you know we needed to get, get the dog outside so i go out the front door and walk around the side of my house i'm walking to the backyard to where the gate is to get in the backyard and I hit a, a a a pile of snow that I've never experienced this before in my life, and not to be overly dramatic, it it, it the 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 fear lasted about five seconds. But there there were five seconds where I thought, like, if I fall, this could be over. 
Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it was the snow, snow, you know, it was like waist high. There's a drift, and I lost my balance. I thought, like, if I go down here, nope, who's coming? Uh, wow, I, I made it, got back there, op- you know, got the, got the back door cleared out, made a little tiny little spot for Fred to get outside and do what Fred does, and uh, that was it. I got back in, like, holy crap. Like, I can't believe... Yeah, like, I'm not doing that again. Ten minutes outside was harrowing, but it actually was and, and it was. harrowing. It I was remember, crazy. I remember, too, it may, maybe uh, Paul brought it up a few days later, or, or maybe it was Kevin Adams himself, but, like, he talked about, like, what, he like, he, like, walked, like, a few blocks or whatever, I think, to go get his mom or something like that, and then came home, and he, he was like, that was a nightmare. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I can, yeah. Totally. What I'll remember the most, I want to mention this guy's name. He's one of my neighbors, and he's the best, Steve McGoldrick. If anybody out there knows him, uh, feel free to text him. Hey, Bulldog's talking about you, Steve. Uh, That dude, I mean, he's the all-time best neighbor ever. Like, he's the guy that you live next door to. If for some reason you pull the hood of your car up, he's out there. Like, Hey, what's going on? You need anything? Like he's he's that guy. Like he's super smart and handy and has like everything you could possibly need. Tool wise. Like he's just the best. And when the whole thing, you know, finally ended and it's it was a Christmas day, I guess, right? The sun came out, it was like, oh, look at and you start, you know, assessing, right? You gotta go out. And, you know, first thing, of course, can I get the snowblower out of the garage and get get going here? And like that was that was our, and I have a big, I have a pretty hardy snowblower, and it was, I mean, that was a grind getting through there, uh, like the sidewalks and the driveway and all that. And the next thing after that, however long that was, hours on Christmas morning, Steve had already driven my wife to work because his driveway was clear enough, and he he could get out, and he has you know big truck kind of like I do. And but he, he had a he had a path out. My truck was completely, utterly buried on on the street, so there was no moving my truck. And my wife is a nurse practitioner, and like there's much like you guys, like there are people that spend days at the hospital if they if they get there. So there were people that were already stuck there. She wanted to get there to relieve them, and so she he drove her. And when he gets back from that, like I'm still clearing snow. I've got these. It's like a dozen. Arborvitae trees in my backyard uh, that I, it was like a real point of pride for me. It's like the most manly work I've probably ever done in my life was mm-hmm. planting these trees when they were probably five or six feet tall. This is years ago. Like Owen was a baby. Leo wasn't even born yet. And this was a, this was a job. Like I had a, like this skid steer, uh hole post, post hole digger thing. Like, cause my neighborhood is all bedrock. There's no like, doing it by hand. I needed, I needed a machine. So I plant these trees, love them, really proud of it. Holy cow. They took such a beating in this storm. Like as I'm trying to clear the snow from the sidewalk and the, and the driveway, the trees are just by now they're 15 feet tall, right? After all these years that have gone by and they are just, I mean, they look like they're irreparably damaged. There's so much snow on them and they're just, and here comes Steve. He's like, Oh, dude, no, I got some ratchet straps and some other time. Come on, we'll we'll get it together. Because I'm standing there going, I, I'm not crying to him, like, but I'm 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 processing emotion. Like, these trees are done. Like, I, I don't know how to fix that. How, how am I going to fix this? Are going to bounce back? I mean, they're they're parallel to the ground. <laughs> I mean, they're just completely shot. 
shook him off, ratchet stretch. I mean, hours this dude is out here. Just He's my neighbor. What a dude. We all do know a Steve, though. Yeah. And they are heroes. We're like, you're panicking. And he's like, what's the problem? Like, I got this. I got, and you're yeah. like, what do you mean you got this? You got this. Like, I'm going to go inside and cry. My trees are done. He's like, ah, we got it. Come on. So eventually it's, you know, the two, the my boys and me and Steve, and we're all out there, and we did it. And, yeah, man, here's to Steve. Right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We all need a Steve. All right, let's take a break. We got picks to do. I know Mike's not here. Oh, we'll, uh, we'll fit. He sent them to me. We'll get you your picks. I'm really talking to that one account that follows the picks. Uh, anyway, that's coming up after this. I'm the Bulldog. You're listening to. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 